0: This idea that we are one human family and, you know, is really a recent consciousness, you know, and some people are not yet there.
1: Isn't it important for all Americans to understand that Juneteenth ought to be embraced by all Americans? For a country built upon the love of freedom, any
2: manifestation of the enjoyment of freedom should be celebrated by all our country. Let's hope for that day.
0: And it was, you know, we shed more blood in the Civil War than all of our wars in history. And so it's very important. And um, it's important to take a real balanced look at it. So that's what History Untold 400 is trying to do. And it's worth a good conversation so we can have healing and reconciliation rather. He did it to kind of
3: push me on out of the room. Uh, You know, he said that I will not do anything to help this president, even if it's good for the country. It is that type of attitude that has us where we are today.
0: But in John Brown, he went to war against the United States government against slavery. How come we don't know about John? John Brown should have a national holiday. What about the Christian abolitionists? They should have a national holiday or at least a mention. Uh,
3: It's it's great to see that that America at least is, is willing to initiate a conversation Uh, in relation to Juneteenth and what all that means. uh, Uh,
1: Where it seems there is nowhere that you can go and uh, still a level of safety.
0: Drake saying it's upsetting to see the violence and notes fixes to some of the issues may be easier than people think.
1: That's the problem. Too many of us don't sit down and talk to each other. And we think we are so different. We're not.
3: Walking away, uh, I think the conversation doesn't happen the way it should is because for fear of being called a racist. people have conversations they have questions they want to ask and it's genuine questions but i think they hold back because they don't want to walk away from that conversation then we call them a racist just just like we had to, to fight for years to get martin luther king's holiday recognized as a national holiday and then several more years before states recognized it so so this country does a great job of coming to the aid and doing things for other people that don't look like us You see, they found billions of dollars for Ukraine, but they can't find a way to help us here. And so that money just didn't come from anywhere. And that's just typical of the way this country operates. If it involves us, we got to find something we were pandering. But if it involves somebody that's of European descent, oh, we must go do this. They, They find money for it or they can take action quickly.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean,
3: you see, your response was the same response that America always gives when it concerns us.
0: Well, no, specifically with Joe Biden, he's been you know, he got elected because he pandered to the African-American community in South Carolina. and he's been-
3: I think this is an opportunity to initiate the conversation on common ground or, or level ground without fear of being called a racist because you have questions or you have opinions about something.
0: Purpose. One of the purposes of History Untold 400 that is the sponsor of the Truth Be Told show is to, you know, take a look at the 400 years um, from 1619 to, you know, 2019 and forward and have some honest, uh, you know, real honest conversation, but also look at history, you know, in a balanced manner because, you know, the old adage that history belongs to the victor is very true. Those who win write the history books and that's not never is the real history. I mean, we don't talk about the history of the abolitionist movement in America. The reality is it was it was European Christians that freed the slaves. It wasn't slaves that freed the slaves. They didn't have the power. It was actually a very godly, righteous movement of Christian abolitionists, um, you know, who actually um, our brother Mishan put in John Brown, he went to war against the United States government, against slavery. How come we don't know about John? John Brown should have a national holiday. What about the Christian abolitionists? They should have a national holiday, or at least a mention. But, it, you know, I think we really balance because I think there's European Americans that are proud of America, not proud of the history of slavery, but also proud that we have dealt with these issues. The civil rights movement is a very powerful movement. And I think we forget, you know, we always talk about the Cain and Abel. There was an Abel movement, which was the Christian abolitionists, and there was a Cain movement, which was the slavers. And, you know, there's no reason we can't talk about both. And thank God that the Abel spear won and the Cain spear did not win in the Civil War. And, it was, you know, we shed more blood in the Civil War than all of our wars in history. And so it's very important. And um, it's important to take a real balanced look at it. So that's what History Untold 400 is trying to do. And it's worth a good conversation so we can have healing and reconciliation rather than, well, you know, your ancestors did this. and No, they didn't. And, you know, I think it's healthy because, you um, you know, slavery was the original sin of America. And just like any original sin, it needs to be liquidated.
3: Take what we can get and let's run and manage it and be the best that we in the melanated community can be for ourselves so that we can be better for America. Uncle Michonne, uh, real quick, he says, place a new property and new homes without changing the hearts. Or the mentality is uh, an ongoing recipe for continuing failures, which I I agree. You have to change people's mentality uh, before anything else. Uh, Absolutely. Shout out to Ambrose Lee. He says, thank you for the info on Juneteenth. Um, It's good that we can still inform people about that so that we know uh, what's going on. Um, No, he said slavery was the original sin. Um, He said slavery was the original sand.
0: Yeah, I I would say also the, you know, forced extinction of the Native Americans also, you know, obviously those are bad chapters in American history. And, you know, but, you know, unfortunately that was the ways of the times. Colonialism was, you know, was the practice and it's horrible. You know, one thing I think we, (laughs) we try to go back in history and use our morality and ethics. To judge them, and they should be judged because obviously that's unacceptable behavior. But people got to realize until 1918, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights of the UN passed the consensus that we shouldn't have slavery and that other things is pretty, it's really about 100 years old, <laughs> you know, even the Declaration, Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And people should look at that document because that's a recent. Um, situation. Actually, the last country in the world to outlaw slavery, I think, was Nigeria in 1960. So, and some other countries in the 50s, 60s, just outlawed slavery, you know, so we have to put that in context, you know, you know, this idea that we are one human family and, you know, is really a recent consciousness, you know, and some people are not yet there.
2: So Texas finally surrenders to the Union on June 2nd. Gordon Granger comes and on June 19th in Galveston, he issues the Emancipation Proclamation because now the Union Army is in possession of the territory. So that's the true story.
1: And what about the notion that enslaved black people in Texas did not know they were free?
2: One of the myths about Juneteenth is that nobody in Texas had heard about it. But there are two reasons that Many historians think that black people knew about the Emancipation Proclamation, too. One is because of the proverbial grapevine. So there was this miraculous way for enslaved people to communicate plantation to plantation and state to state. But the second factor is that because Texas was removed from the main action of the Civil War, many slaveholders moved to Texas for safety and they took their enslaved people with them. Those enslaved people would have known about the Emancipation Proclamation by and large and and would have told other enslaved people. But no one could enforce it because the union did not capture territory then. When I came here, I dedicated this tree in honor of my mother and father.
1: Professor Gates says the most important thing about Juneteenth is the era that came after.
2: The most radical thing that happened after the end of the Civil War for the rights of our enslaved ancestors were the ratification of the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments and the Reconstruction Acts. This was the first concentration of Black power. In the summer of 1867, 80% of all eligible Black men who were formerly enslaved in the South registered to vote. And in 1868, they actually voted. Ulysses S. Grant won the presidency. So you could reasonably say that Black men had elected
1: a president of the United States. Back in Galveston, Texas, the formerly enslaved began marking their freedom with the celebration one year later in 1866, and have been celebrating Juneteenth ever since. As far as Professor Gates is concerned, the details of Juneteenth are less important than the power of its message. There's a kind of
2: poetic magic in that story, a kind of comfort kind of retribution, kind of belated administering of justice that appeals to all of us. Juneteenth is one of the first holidays that Black people created on their own. And of the holidays that they created in slavery times, Juneteenth is the one that survived and is now a national holiday.
1: Isn't it important for all Americans to understand that Juneteenth ought to be embraced by all Americans? For a country
2: built upon the love of freedom, any manifestation of the enjoyment of freedom should be celebrated by all our countrymen. Let's hope for that
1: day. In Cambridge, Massachusetts, James Brown, CBS News.